Hey there. We are the Trophy Husbands. I'm Marcus. I'm Nick. And here we are. Once again. Back. From outer space. I was going to go back in time. Uh, either or. <laughs> time travel, space travel. I was going to go Hugh Lewis the news like, Back in time! <laughs> I'd be a hell of a lot richer if I could go back in time. How about it? You know, like... Oh, this random startup named Google in 1990... I think they started in 97. They probably became market at, like, 98 or 99. Like, yeah. this random startup in Google. Yeah, that's garbage. Like, Google. Oh, I'd go and tell my eight, my, my eight or nine-year-old self, like, invest. Invest. Bitcoin, they're like $2. <laughs> they're not even real money. Like, who buys who not... Buy- <laughs> who buys not real money? <laughs> Cryptocurrency, is this a Marvel comic? Who does that? Exactly. A lot of people know. Uh, yeah. I think it's something like uh, a Bitcoin is, like a single Bitcoin right now is equivalent to like $1,500 or something like that. It's like $7,100. Really? Yeah. Holy Toledo. And they're actually about to fork, so it's going to be more Bitcoin. Jesus, that's crazy. There's that. I know, um... There's this guy in my class who's all about cryptocurrency. It's 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 not the dude you talked about before, right? I, know. <laughs> Fuck him. I actually like almost got into it with him in in class on uh, Thursday. I say when when I listened to that one between you and Steve talking about it, I'm like, oh god, this guy is hilariously bad. He's so he, like, ugh. <laughs> we'll get back to him. But I I have a classmate who's he's all about cryptocurrency. Like he you know he's always like checking the ICOs. He knows about all these different like coins that are about to hit the market, and he'll he'll just be like, yeah, you know, this one's at like quarter of a penny, and I went and I bought like two hundred shares of it. So even if it goes to half a penny, he made a decent amount of money. He he's your virtual stockbroker. He really is, and he's just he'll he'll literally be sitting in class, and since. The, the cryptocurrency market doesn't close. He's just mining in class, in the middle of class, like getting... Got to make like, that buck where you can. Yeah, getting Ethereum and getting Denicoin and all these other ones. And he's he, like, he, he checks all the ICOs. He knows about all these different coins that are coming up. And he'll just be like, yeah, you know, this one's used for this. And it's it's at the market at this price. So if I buy say a hundred dollars worth of them, I'll have like three thousand uh, units. And if it goes to even, if it even goes to like three cents, this is how much money I've made. Like I think one of the one of the ones that he bought, um, I think it went live and he was mining it, and he said he was up eight grand. Jesus. Just just from mining that single thing because he watched it and he would. Mine it and like look and he he he's the one of those like he has all the numbers and the spread charts and he's just like well when the new low does this it becomes the new high and he like understands it right well that that's how a friend of mine is he's out in Colorado he he does that with the actual stock stock market but uh, he does the penny shares like he'll buy a bunch of the penny shares kind of thing mm-hmm. and he's he's made he's made some decent bucks off that kind of stuff and. Oh yeah, if you're smart about it, you can. I mean, it's it's penny stocks. So. I mean, I I don't think I'm smart enough to do all of that. Honest to God, I'm just like, good for you, man. I'm 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 gonna invest my money into 
an IRA kind of thing, like, <laughs> it's, I'll let someone else handle it for me. Yeah, I, that that is smart to, like, put, put in an IRA, put in a CD, you know, put it where you know it's going to do things, but if you have, like, a, a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, just kind of, you know, that, some that fun cash, miss, yeah. Yeah, you might throw it in something, and you might be able to make, you know, four or five hundred bucks in a year. Well, I mean, actually, since I started hosting, when was it? I'm going to say it's like the last week of September, and then adding that along with October here, uh-huh. I ended up making 700 bucks just doing my side gig. Yeah, that's good fucking money. <laughs> and then we'll see that one day, and it's like, so Nick, um, where'd you get the top hat? Exactly. <laughs> the monocle and everything will be walking yeah, like around. The, the suit that like stops halfway but has the big penguin tails, and it's like... Nick L. Rockefeller here. Like, that's not your name. Call me Nick L. Rockefeller. Like, <laughs> that's 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 no, not your name. I'm not doing this. <laughs> that that's how I'm gonna that's how I'm gonna start introducing myself on the podcast. Like so, Nick. No, 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 no. no. Say the whole thing. <laughs> Nick L. Rockefeller. <laughs> exactly. It's definitely interesting. One of the the most ingenious ways that it's been touched on as far as like a movie or something in the movie dope they essentially one of the, one of the big things is like they're selling drugs but they do it through the black they do it through the dark web and they do it through crypt- cryptocurrency so sure. nothing is traced and i was just like all right that's kind of like one of my first introductions to it outside of like actual actual life but i thought it was really smart how they how how you know they think oh these kids are just some stupid high school students and then they're doing this shit on the side right and it's kind of like how many people have done that or doing that yeah yeah like did i ever tell you about this i'm pretty sure i might have mentioned it here i was out one night i was at at a house on uh jackson and one of the one of the girls had a fucking sandwich bag half filled with the xanax I don't think you've ever mentioned this before. Alright. Um, well, story time with Marcus. Yeah. Um, as there are many. <laughs> at a house, just chilling, having a good old time, just bullshitting it. It's, it's me and a couple other people. It was right around Halloween. Actually, Halloween last year, because I remember this girl's dress. Oh, well, that explains everything from last year. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because I remember she was dressed as a cat, and then like, she comes down, she's still in costume, and she goes to, like, lay down on the couch and hang out and whatever, but she had a whole, like, she had a sandwich bag, like, one of the Ziploc bags, yeah. was, was half filled with Let's Xanax. Holy Toledo. And she, she offered everybody a Xanax, like, it was, like, it was a treat or like something. Like, it was candy kind yeah, of thing. Like, would you like a Xanax? Chick or treat! Yeah, and I'm like... <laughs> Sitting there. This is a trick. <laughs> sitting there again, like, having those, having that moment, I'm just like, does anybody else see what the fuck is going, like, nobody, nobody's gonna bat an eyelash, this woman walks downstairs with a sandwich bag that has to have 50, 60 Xanax. That's insane. Yeah, she, mean, she bought it off the dark web, and had the intent to flip it. And if you think about it, that's good money. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You don't get caught. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, this shit is wild, like... Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, just... Who does that? Yeah! <laughs> who comes down... 
It'd be like if she came down with like a baggie of coke and was just like, everybody! I got this here eight. <laughs> or came down with like a handful of uh, needles, like, here's some heroin, take it! It's too much, bro, it's too strong. <laughs> but yeah, like if she just came down with a fucking uh, a mirror and like an eight ball, she's like, who wants a line? I'm just like, Nobody else is gonna bat an eye here. <laughs> no one. No one. And really, nobody. No. Only me. <laughs> Although, it's interesting because with today's drug culture, you get a lot of people that are just like, "Oh yeah, like prescription pills and this and that." But when somebody says like cocaine, they're just like, "You have a fucking issue." It's just like, wait, hold on. Stop the fucking Here, I'm going to go take five oxys, but if you're taking cocaine, then that's not good. Yeah, like, that's fucked up. But if everybody's fucked up on painkillers and promethazine, that's cool. That's fine. That's, that's... Doctor prescribed. Doctor prescribed. You can't die off that. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Are you fuck Pills, like, that are derivatives of poppy, which also make heroin, you're okay with, but when somebody's just like, cocaine... That's no, that's too far, yeah. Too far. Like, how about don't do any of it and sit your ass the fuck down? Bingo. Well, I mean, good on him for this one. Uh, Trump actually just declared a national opioid crisis. So, I'll, I'll give him props on that one for once. But uh, The real question here... Is water wet? It's obvious it's an opioid epidemic. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, there's an epidemic. There's been a fucking epidemic. Absolutely. Very true. The thing is, though, Obama avoided actually declaring it as such. Trump did uh, declare yeah, it as a national true. epidemic and is putting funds and all that jazz into trying to fix it. But, I mean, well, it, it's just messed up because... You know, you go and you get wisdom teeth removed or whatever, and they're like, oh, here's prescription for... Like oxycodone. Yeah, exactly. It's like... I mean, for me personally, I didn't have oxycodone. I had the generic version of it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still just as fucking strong. Well, yeah, it is. For me personally, it didn't do anything for me. Like, I took the pills as prescribed. I still had the pain. Like, didn't do jack squat for me. Tried a Percocet one time. Um, the day before, I was playing basketball. No, I wasn't playing basketball. I was different today. I, w- I had worked the day before, so just from working and like being up and down and stuff like that, my back was bothering me. I was out. Old man Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not all human, and that doesn't happen to everyone. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> I'd stained. Cause <laughs> I could hold my head up high. I actually like that song though. It's been a while since I could stand up straight. Yeah. She's like, "Do you want one?" And I'm just like, oh. "All right." She's like, "No, like, go ahead. Like, you can have it. Like, I don't." I'm just like, All right, cool. So I take it, and then slowly but surely, within the span of about. Half an hour, 45 minutes, I'm fucking melting. Really? Yeah, like, I was kind of, like, leaning into her, and then as the pills, as it started to get... Into your system. Into my system, I felt like I was literally just, like, laying, like, draped on her, just, I felt like I was fucking melting, and I was like, how do people do this shit every day? Right. 
It's kind of like, for me, I'm a constant runner. I run four miles almost every single day during the weekday. <laughs> but there have been times where I have reached, and people are like, oh, no, that's that's false. That doesn't exist. It does exist. Runner's high. Runner's high. And I've reached runner's high maybe three times now where all the endorphins are releasing, and I just feel good. Like, I just feel phenomenal, and I just keep going. Normally, I keep going, and I'll do, like, six miles. There was one time where I went, and I did ten miles. And it was just because I was like, I I'm, I'm, I have my tunes on, I'm just running, and I felt good. I, I, I that's, that's all I can say. Like, I just, I felt good, and it's because endorphins are releasing, and all that kind of jazz, and I'm getting these signals to my brain, like, you feel good, just keep going. I'm like, all right. It was probably, when I did the 10 miles, it's probably like the last mile and a half. I'm like, oh my god, why'd I do this? <laughs> There's also um, the runner's high, it's called a rum and coke. I'm sorry, what'd you say? There's also the runner's high called rum and coke. That'll make you feel good too. <laughs> I don't think that's quite the same thing. Hey man, it makes you dance better. That's for damn sure. I can't dance for Jack Swat to begin with. Well, so. there you go. Slap a rum and coke on there, get some runner's high. <laughs> get some runner's high, like. Just buy it on eBay. Exactly. That's where I buy all my dignity. <laughs> yep. I, I was gonna say you're buying it all from Luke, but Luke doesn't have much to begin with. So. Luke is in the negative. <laughs> He's in the negative. That bastard's in the red. <laughs> Probably has dignity on loan. <laughs> He's paying back dignity. He is. He definitely is. <laughs> Poor Luke. He hasn't even been on it like three months. And we're still bashing on him. It's facts. We all know. <laughs> Anyone who's listened to the podcast knows. <laughs> he himself says that he is pretty fucking shameless. And those were his words. <laughs> his words. Not ours. Speaking of shameless or should I say shameful. As we, in full of shame. We do have a story here. Yes. Yes, we do. We have a bit of a doozy. There was a robbery, folks. <laughs> Somebody's robbed of something, that's for damn sure. So, I'm just going to read this out. A guy robbed a hot dog stand, then accidentally shot himself, ironically, in, in the wiener. Yes. <laughs> A clumsy Chicago crook gave himself the shaft when he tried to stuff a gun in his pocket, and it discharged, shooting him in his junk, according to a report Friday. Tyrion Pouncey, 19, barged into a restaurant, original Maxwell Street Polish, on the city's south side with a scarf over his face Tuesday, according to the Chicago Tribune. The Ballsy Bandit, or lack thereof now at this point. Hey! <laughs> hey The Ballsy Bandit allegedly whipped out a small caliber pistol and demanded from the register the paper reported citing court documents. He then allegedly snatched a cell phone and wallet from a 39-year-old worker's pocket. But the kid's escape didn't cut the mustard. He tried to stuff the pistol in his pocket... While running away, 
but it prematurely discharged twice. Oh God, I didn't know it was twice. Yeah. Discharged twice, shooting him in the right thigh and penis. The teen stumbled to a vacant car wash with his mangled manhood and was forced to call 911 for help according to the report. He was rushed to the hospital and now faces two counts of armed robbery with a firearm. Police soon suspected Pouncey was the bandit behind the hot dog shop heist, which was caught on camera. The paper reported the 39-year-old employee later found his wallet near the spot where the thief had accidentally shot himself, according to the report. On Tuesday, Judge Stephanie Miller ordered Pouncey held without bail pending a hearing. Oh, God. I, 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 I can't even say, like, at insult to injury? I, I don't even know, like... <laughs> Natural selection. It's truth, truth, exactly. If you're going, first of all, the presence of a gun or a firearm, a lot of the times, if you would just have an empty magazine, you'd probably get away with it. Sure. Because I mean, I mean, plenty of people have robbed places with just, you know, air guns, like BB guns kind of thing. Like, yeah. Because they look real. They look real. You pop the cap off, you know. Some of them are made of metal. Yeah. So. I mean, as long as you cover up, like, the orange part on it that's normally on the tip... Yeah, the orange part of the tip or the, the screw in the um, in the magazine, then yeah, they'll know. It looks like a legit gun. It, it really does. And I mean, trigger <laughs> discipline, use the fucking safety. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That kid should have had the safety on when he shoved that gun in his pocket. Like, oh yeah. Oh, God, that makes me cringe just thinking about, like... How do doctors even care for a shot I don't know. dick? For a second, you're going to ask, how do you shoot yourself in the dick? I was going to say, stupidly. <laughs> That's how. No, I'm saying, like, legitimately, you, you, you think about it. And he said, it's, the article said that it shot him in the right thigh and then in his genitals. And it's just like, I mean, unless this guy is carrying, like, a massive dick of, like, Three inches, something like that. A bullet is going to take out like half your dick. Yeah. At least if it, like it, it. <laughs> maybe, maybe it got. Wait for it. Just the tip. Hell, ah! but <laughs> oh god. Mm. No, it, it 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 seriously, it's making me cringe right now just to even think about that. Like that's one of those things that like you hear about, and I'm just like. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm just going to hold my own junk and be like, no, I'm never going to do that to you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> That's like 80% of the responsibility of having a penis is just hold it randomly to let, <laughs> to let people know that it's yours. <laughs> let people know that it's yours and reconfirm to yourself that you're taking care of it. <laughs> if you don't sleep and hold your penis, you can leave now. <laughs> I'm just yelling at <laughs> Not even joking. Alex has yelled at me a couple times before because I'm, I'll just be like scratching or I'll just like randomly be holding it kind of thing like in bed. It's just like, stop grabbing yourself. <laughs> it's, it's, it's natural. I'm just trying to protect my boys. 
It's got to make sure the goods are well served and protected. Exactly. I'm like, you don't want anything to happen to this. I know. <laughs> she too has stock invested. Exactly. She may not want to admit it, but she does. Maybe, maybe not quite as uh, might not be as much uh, or pay out as much as the Bitcoin, but. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it all around. <laughs> His penis is no Bitcoin, but <laughs> but you can pay seventy one hundred for it if you really want it, ladies. Find me on King Street. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the galleries, because I'm classy. Exactly. <laughs> oh lordy! So last night, no, two nights ago, I'm sitting up in my room and. I hear ambulances or, well, sirens going, and that's not out of the ordinary. Yeah. But, to my surprise, the fire truck literally stops right outside of my apartment here. And I look, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Apparently, the fire truck came in for a social dispute that was happening over here. Like, I, I overheard because the woman was pretty much screaming everything at, at the firefighter. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, what? And it wasn't even like a domestic abuse or anything like that. It was yeah. literally her and her boyfriend were just in an argument. And that was it. <laughs> so... so apparently we need firefighters to put out that flame. Ah. But, um, I don't know. I was flabbergasted. I wouldn't have known except this woman was literally, like, screaming it. I was like, oh, so that's what happened. Uh, couples. Yeah, I love them. So, I'm hanging out with friends last night. I'm just catching up, seeing a bunch of people I haven't seen in a while. Just chilling, playing rummy. It's all good. A couple people leave. It's me, my other friend, and like our friend who owns the place. And my my one friend, he and I believe his fiance are swingers. All good. Do I mean you do. do you, yeah. Like yeah. if 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 he's cool with it, she's cool with it, like whatevs. Yeah. But it was funny because like we're sitting there we're talking and our other friend had gone to like one of the swingers parties and it was funny because he was just like, yeah, you should go. And I'm like, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not opposed, but, but not really my thing. But you, you, you could, you could end up meeting that older woman that, you know, yeah, like that, you've been saying constantly. Yeah. That has the 401k. Exactly. And hip. <laughs> one foot in the grave, the other in the banana peel, boys. <laughs> So that's all good and well. That's her lifestyle. And uh, I was saying to him, like, like, oh yeah, our other friend went to these parties as well. And he's like, he's like yeah, dude, you should go. Probably, you know, they're, uh, they're looking for uh, look some dark chocolate. There we go. Without, without uh, putting it in uh, too toasty of words. Stripper name, dark chocolate. Tony Garadelli. Garadelli's a chocolate company. <laughs> But like he's just like, yeah, you probably probably make a killing there, and I'm like, um, I mean, I'm not above it, but what? <laughs> I don't, I just don't know, just 
don't know. And then, like, he was talking about his fiance about something, just, like, how they're just kind of giving us some insight, and he's just like, yeah, dude, oh, yeah, she thinks you're cute, like, as to me, and it's like, yeah, she thinks you're pretty cute, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's cool, like, much obliged, and it's kind of like, uh, like a pause, like, no, she, she thinks, thinks you're, you're cute. cute, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, oh, nah, no, no, uh. I've met swinger couples before and yeah. whatnot. I don't understand how they do that. Like, personally for me, just not how I've been born and raised and whatnot, but yeah. I would also, even if I was like, okay, yeah, like, Alex, you go ahead and do this, I'd get jealous as all hell. Like, <laughs> I think they just have, like, things in place. Like, they have kind of set, stop and set things betwixt the two of them. Kind of like a... Because I remember... Um, I mean, they're not just complete nymphos? <laughs> no. They they have, like, a system of sorts set up. Right. Like a checks and balances, almost. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, no, like, for me, like I said, it would just be... I would... I would get pissed. Like, I would get super angry, jealous kind of thing. But I, I... I If I remember correctly, between the two of them, they actually, like, communicate. Just like, yo, this person is interested... Would you be okay with that? So they kind of like, they're not like, it's not a free-for-all, but they but they have a... They good, check, yeah. They check in with each other. I it's, mean, I, again, they each their own, not my yeah. thing, but... Like, I don't know. I don't know. I was kind of like, oh, really? Huh. Yeah, exactly. Like, that, I, I feel like that's the proper response. It, like, huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Like, not what I was expecting. Yeah, like I said, I'm like, you do you, I'm not gonna judge, I'm not a judging person. I just... Except when I have to. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I need to get, uh, I need to get a cloak. <laughs> I need a nice suit. Um. You, you want, like, one of those, like, old school cloaks that people put on, like, in, in... England back in like 1800s kind of style. Yeah, I need a, I need a nice uh, masquerade mask. There we go. I need to know the password. <laughs> so I don't Dr. Bill myself here. <laughs> Anybody knows the reference. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But yeah, I don't like. I don't. I'm not. Against I'm, it. I'm not against it, I'm not above it, but I still, I, I think it'd just be kind of odd, just kind of be like, huh. Well, I, I mean, that's that's exactly my mentality. I'm saying I can't do it personally. Um, anyone who can, like, all better for you kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah, just, like a, like it's just kind of one of those things, it's like, huh. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I'm, you know. Just like, kind of curiously... What? <laughs> yeah, just kind of like wanna kind of see it for myself, <laughs> but I'm just like I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Hashtag weird dismissive. <laughs> it's not even dismissive though. Kind of weird because it's like it's like how does this work? Exactly, exactly. Like that's. And I mean, like just from hearing him speak. And I mean, there's, there's guidelines in place and stuff like that when you go to these things. Right. But it's like, how, what? 
Like, and I just... It's almost like a documentary of sorts. Like, I'm just going to, like, somehow sneak a GoPro in and just be like, <laughs> we're live! It's like, who's that weird guy with a GoPro that's strapped to his head that we can exactly. all see? Like, get him the fuck out of the party! <laughs> that's why you need a girl to come in with her purse and, like, have the GoPro in <laughs> like, the purse yeah, kind of to the thing. purse kind of a deal. And, like, it's, it's a lot less noticeable. I don't... But, like... Think about if, okay, think about if you're a single man, and you figure out, all right, figure out where it's at. Well, I mean, that's a whole different story. If I was a single man, I'd be like, oh, I'd be all over that. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is... You want to swing? Swing with this guy. But, like, if you're a single dude and it's a swingers party, a swingers party implies that you come with somebody else. How do you tactfully ask somebody, like, hey, you want to go to a sex party? (laughs) Like, the fuck? I think you. Ha- I, I think that's exactly how you have to put it out, though. Like you just have to be bold face, like completely blunt. Just you want to go to a sex party? <laughs> you can't be like, "Hey, you want to come and hang out and go to this party with me and a couple of my buddies or something like that?" Like, no, you you you, you gotta be bold faced about it. Just be like, "Yo, going to a swingers party? You want to roll?" <laughs> I, I if somebody just asked me that. I'm going to think there's a 50% chance of it actually being a swingers party, but there's also a 50% chance of me not waking up with kidneys. Like, I was... Or of you sitting in a room of six guys playing bop. bop it. <laughs> Call I don't, back. I don't know which is worse. <laughs> weird sex party. You don't know which is worse. Losing your kidney or playing bop it. I was in, like, going with the kidney part. I was just like, I'm sex party... Or six dudes in a bop it. <laughs> Losing my kidneys is obviously the fucking worst. We can rule it. We can take that and rule it out. <laughs> that one's bad. But what if it's a sex party with bop it? With like, bop it. What if, what if, what if that's how they play it? They're like, bop it. Twist it. Pull it. Pull it. Flick it? I never realized how sexual bop it could be. Until just now. <laughs> This is like a weird, a weird dream state. Like, this isn't hell, this isn't heaven, but this is like purgatory on acid. I never realized how weird bopping could be. Like, yeah, if you showed up to a fucking sex... Again, back to the fucking six people in a room with a fucking bopping. If I showed up to, like, a sex party and... Everybody in the, like multiple rooms, and it's just like, oh, this is like the Poseidon room, and then this is the Moon room, and this is the Neon room, and they all have different puppets. I'm like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> who, who spends this much time planning and buys this many puppets? Puppet sex party, man. That's that's how you gotta go. <laughs> I'm fucking baffled. <laughs> who does this shit? You know. There's 7 billion of us on this planet. Don't even. Someone has to do it. Somebody has probably had a bop at sex party. (laughs) Exactly. Rule 34, damn it. Bingo. If it it exists, there is porn of it. I can just see, like, a weird billboard. Come to this address. There will be lots of sex. And bop it. And bop it. (laughs) Like... I was kind of iffy. I was just like, lots of sex, eh, but sex, eh, bumping? Absolutely. <laughs> Clear off my, Clear my calendar. <laughs> what? 
I was gonna get the inauguration for the greatest man alive. Fuck <laughs> that shit. Bop it sex party all day. I'll bring a pizza. A plethora of people with a bop it is ever relevant again. I don't think it will die. I really won't. But again, like it's like, what's the safe word? Pull it. But what if the bop it says it? Like, but what? Like, I'm so. I'm so confused. Like, think, think Pull about it. Wait, did you say that or did the boppers say that? Are we stopping? Are we just playing bopping here? <laughs> like, the fuck? That's why you think of other, other other safe words like pineapple or something. Pineapple, he was telling me pineapple was, they, they had a swingers party and pineapple was actually the entrance word. Really? To one of the parties. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like I, I was just pulling that out of nowhere. Yeah. And he was just like, so apparently if you have a pineapple and you put it upside down in the cart, like where the kid's supposed to sit, that's code for your swinger. And I'm just like, the uh, fuck? Learn something new every day, I suppose. I'm just going to get like two carts and fill them with just pineapples in the front. <laughs> that's how you know it's getting really weird. They're probably like, that guy has like eight poppets in his car. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna guess he has so many fucking buttons. Did you see how many pineapples upside down he had in his car? Ballpark, 12 boppets. 12 fucking boppets. That's at least. At, at least. least. <laughs> Minimum. Minimum he 12 He probably boppets. has like limited edition overseas boppets that we haven't even seen. He's probably got the boppet that's made of gold. <laughs> the gold-plated boppet. <laughs> The illustrious, highly coveted gold gold plate boppet. Oh god, this makes two episodes now. They're gonna have boppet in the in the name. It's so good to not be in the name. (laughs) It's boppet back to back. Boppet, work with us here. Give us a partnership. Boppet, pull it, twist it. I don't know what all the fancy bang it. Like I don't fucking know. (laughs) But just like. Too funny. Again, I would have that what the fuck face. Like, I'd get in there and be like, <laughs> so do we just... Are, are we playing bop it? Or are we doing sex? Or... <laughs> like, how does this work? Is there, <laughs> is there a sign-up sheet? Do I put my name in a hat? Is it bop it first and then sex? Or is it just straight sex? And or is it bop it while sex? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean... Oh, that'd be, t- that'd be tough Ooh. one. Hmm. Just, you know, throwing it out there, that would be a tough one. Uh, yeah, like, rhythm? What? Like... You I get mean, going, and then it's like, bop it! Like, oh god, I gotta stop. Like, if you're doing a doggy, and it has... It, that's... What?! Oh <laughs> 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 Oh god. <laughs> We speak highly of your products. <laughs> they might be in sex parties, but <laughs> oh, I'm already I'm done. Already just so confused about the actual sex party and then to take it and elevate it with the boppet. With the boppet to new <laughs> fucking heights. 
Literally. Hey yo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this This is a thing. This is like a level. Disney can't do this shit. <laughs> this is how fucking imagination works, damn it. <laughs> Anybody, if you've ever been involved in a sex party with a boppet. Let us know. Please, <laughs> give us your expose. I will read that shit. You don't even have to tweet it. Email us. Yeah, be discreet. Trophyhusbandspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. The sex party expose by itself will be interesting enough, but the sex party expose with a pop it, boom. You can't, you can't. We, we, we can't go above that right now. If, I, we I, don't, if we don't win awards for I think, groundbreaking journalism, <laughs> the system is fucked. I, I think... Well, it already is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, instead of calling it like a soda, I think we should just call it a podcast at this point. Like, we can't go above bop it sex. <laughs> And if we do, it's way too weird. It's way too weird, hashtag. We haven't, we haven't reached it yet, but right now... Friends, We're close. We are close. There, there may be some others in the wings, but this one, this is a crowning jewel. <laughs> Fucking bop it. I'm, I'm, I'm even trying to think of past episodes where we've had something even along this lines, and nothing's coming to mind. We have to go back and dig. So, reaching way back to the beginning of the episode, um, when I was speaking about the guy that I had class with, sure, I swore it has the IQ of a barstool, and that's an insult to barstools. <laughs> God, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. Oh, we had a presenter come from the library to talk about fake news. Okay. Hashtag fake news, not real. Relevant topic. Yes. Right? Absolutely. We're talking... You know, it's kind of a little bit... She's presenting, she's asking questions. Really nice. Kind of trying to make it relevant, asking questions, trying to get us involved. Sure, sure. This guy, all he wants to do is fucking argue with her. About... The Fake news. Yeah, about the things she's presenting. So, he just keeps, like, cutting her off and interrupting her. And it's to the point where the whole class is just like, shut him the fuck up. He would say something, and everybody would just look at each other like, here we fucking go. Again, I said that, but it was like... Is, is this the guy you were talking about before? This is. Like the, the same dude on the same podcast with Steve. Same fucking two brain cells. We're sitting there, right? This is after he had damn near fucking filibustered this poor lady's presentation. <laughs> and... <laughs> so... Good vocab board, by the way. Filibuster. At one point, she has the site up that you can look up different political sites sure. to see if they're left, center, or right wing. She's just like, somebody give me, and he kept saying this one site, and she's just like, alright, we'll look that up. After, right, but like, like, after he suggested it like three different times. So, she looks it up, far right. 
like as right as it could go. <laughs> the guy next to me literally says to me, a fucking course. <laughs> <laughs> he says that the guy sitting catty corner to us at the table at the very front looks at us, gives us the shocker hand signal as in like, shocker, it's a far right sight. I almost lost it. It's <laughs> like, like the lights are down trying to present. Almost lost my fucking mind. Oh, I'm with you. I would have done the same thing. Oh my god, it was so funny because because everyone's just so tired of him and his shit. And then at one point, she was talking about the the Weinstein allegations, sure, and that shit, and all of like that. And he's just like opens his dumb fucking face and says like, "Well, they'd rather report on that than actually, you know." being out in investigative journalism and, like, doing things that matter. I'm just like, you do realize they do investigative journalism every day? That's how they found out about this shit. That's how you get your news. Like, <laughs> if you don't shut your fat fucking face... Oh, my... Like... You sound like me with politics right now. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> anyway, I just want to punch him in his dumb face. Like I said, I, I, I think this was... On an episode that did not get lost, um, <laughs> I would pay anything to punch Trump in the face, like, dead on. This guy. This fucking guy. You know he voted for Trump. He, oh, he has a Trump shirt. Oh, Jesus Christ. That he wears. And it's probably the cleanest of his shirts, which means he actually takes care of it. Now, whoever you voted for, <laughs> whatever. But it's just like, my God, like, the duh. <laughs> it radiates. Yes. And I'm... Yeah. At one point he was talking, I just had to leave the room. Because I just couldn't... I couldn't stand it. I walked up, grabbed my water bottle, and I left. And, like, two other people just left right after me. Well, that... To that, go to the bathroom quick. That actually reminds me of one time when I was in church. And it was during the priest's homily. He's just... He starts going off... About abortions and whatnot, which in the Catholic Church, like, yeah, that's wrong. Like, mm -hmm. you don't do that. Yeah. But at the same time, he's like, it doesn't matter if you were raped or anything. And I, I literally, I stood up in the middle of the homily, and I was in kind of the middle of the church itself. I stood up in the middle of the homily, and I just walked out. And I stood outside until I started hearing music going, which I knew was that that signal, like the homily was done. We were going on to the next part of the mass. But I'm like, no, you can't be going on about that kind of garbage. If you're raped and having a child because of that, no, there's no excuse for that. Yeah, like, there's no excuse. And that's like, people were, like, raped and, like, groomed and taken advantage of and all sorts of shit. Exactly. It's and like, I'm like, look, there are, I, I, again, I, I, I get his mentality, but, or the Catholic Church's mentality yeah, in general. Like, but at the same time, I took a philosophy class where we had a very religious girl in it. We were talking about abortion and all that kind of jazz. She kept on arguing against the teacher, but his main argument is because she's like, well, if that, that's, that's a human, like that's, that's a person. And he goes, well, would you consider an acorn a tree? Fact of the matter is, an acorn is not a tree. It can grow to be a tree. That it can. But it's not a tree. 
his yeah. way of like throwing her in the dirt. Exactly. Heavy stuff. Heavy stuff. Regardless. Yeah, but it's. Uh, it's very frustrating. It is very frustrating when people are just like, it, no, it's wrong because it's in the Bible. It's just like, so you're telling me if somebody... You know, there's a whole lot of sexism in the Bible. Like, <laughs> There's a lot of like crazy shit that does not fly today. But if somebody were to happen to be sexually assaulted against their will, then that baby is supposed to be brought into this world. Yeah. Especially, now... Think about if they don't have the the financial backing. Yeah. Not to mention their their mental health just got shit on. There's stuff like that, and then just kind of like, uh, just as an adult outside of religion, there's a lot of things that we don't get taught that we you kind of have to figure. You figure it out. it out on your own. Yeah. Yeah, like um, like the idea of death and mourning. Think about, like, when, like, I, I was talking to my doctor, and he was just like, so I decided, I forget what the context was exactly, but he was like, I decided to do children's sermons for funerals, because when I was a child and my grandfather died, nobody told me what was going on. I just knew that, oh, he's, he's not going to be here. He's not going to be here. He's in this box. It's going to be dark in the ground. That's what I knew. That's bullcrap. And, I mean, you, you, you got to... You gotta sit down with a kid and tell him straight up. Yeah, like, obviously, you know, you make it a little sugary because it's a child, but if you explain to them, like, these are the things that can happen. Exactly. And another thing that I find very interesting is just people-wise. One of the things that's toughest to deal with is we're taught to, you know... You treat others how you want to be treated. If you get along with this person, right. you hang out with them. If you like them, you spend time with them. But when that fades or if that happens to not exist, trying to deal with that person not being there. like We're, we're, we're told to accept these people, but we're also not taught. And I don't think it's just like a Western thing or this or that. Just kind of in general, as people, we're not taught how to deal with... The separation. The separation or the idea of somebody else is leaving. And I yeah. And if you think about it, like, like when people are just like, oh, I have a crazy ex or this person or that, like, they don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. Like, constructively. Right, right. And I just find it very interesting that we, we don't get those mechanisms. Like, and I think, it's, I think it's a lot of people because... Well, I, I, I think part of the reason that we don't get those mechanisms is it's hard to teach... I mean, I, you you really yeah. can't explain to someone your crazy ex. Like you kind of have to live through it to understand. Yeah, you have to touch the stove to realize that the fire is hot. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I think I think you kind of have a bit of a point there. There's no way to have that until you have that. Exactly. Yeah. That that's my mentality. Like I get where you're coming from, but I don't think there's any way to fully understand until you experience it. Yeah, and I mean, not even just a crazy ex. Like sometimes you're you're like um, amicable. Like you you're you're still okay with somebody, but it's not in that context, right? And that can be difficult as well. I mean, it comes down to the whole sympathy versus empathy kind of thing. Because I mean, sympathy is oh, I feel bad for you. Empathy is, 
I've been in your shoes. Like, I've had this exact same thing happen to me kind yeah. of thing. And then, like, with somebody else, it's like, again, sympathy versus empathy. Like, I feel bad because you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Or, a, or, like, on the opposite, like, I realize that I did X, Y, Z, and now that I feel bad because I made you feel bad. Yeah. And I understand. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But on that heavy note, then, let's call it a soda. Yeah, we got, we got <laughs> deep. We got deep. Yeah, we <laughs> Woo. Woo. Everyone take a breather. Uh, go and listen to the first part of the episode with the bop it. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe bop it's are a segue to emotions. <laughs> How did we get from bop it to all of that jazz? I don't know, man. It's a weird... It's a weird Weird conversation. Weird conversation. But then on that note, my name's Marcus. You can find me selling boppets in the corner. <laughs> Fifteen a pop. <laughs> they fell off a truck somewhere to catch my drift. They're pretty good for sex parties, I've heard. Don't know till you know, friends. Don't know till you know. Bop it good. Bop it like you know you should. Bop it hard. Bop it long. <laughs> and then pull it. Out. Maybe flick it. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe flick it. Maybe flick it. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. At Q-U-E-Z-M-A-V. You can also find me on uh, Snapchat at S-I-R-M-A-V. And I am Nick. You can find me on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. All underneath NLens42, that's N-L-E-N-Z-4-2. Don't forget to hit up the official Trophy Husband's Twitter at the True Trophies. And if you want to be a little more discreet and email us about your bop at sex parties, please. Uh, you can hit us up at trophyhusbandspodcasts at gmail.com. And on that note then, everyone have a good day, have a good week, have a good month. Have a good year, have a good life, and we will catch you, as always, every hashtag Trophy Tuesday. Peace!